Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership. Le- Legitimately. <laughs> Here we are in beautiful, snow-free Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, uh, a show that has thawed. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live it's at texasfootball.com you know, or it's on good. Facebook, right, I mean, or you're listening to us on the podcast, either. which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. She is making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. Hello. To a recently drinking clean water for the first <laughs> time in a while, Ashley Pickle. I have a linear process of making ice. And it's it, amazing. It is amazing. a blessing that I will not take for granted ever again. Got to tell you, you know who was hyped about the water? Because we, you know, what well, was Hank? Because mm-hmm. we got to go, we took a bath on Saturday. Uh-huh. He needed it. But like, <laughs> we took a bath on Saturday, and I was like, dude. You can hang out here as long as you want. You want to take like a 30-minute bath or whatever? Like we can go. You just splash into the bed. Because oh, yeah. we, we had given him a bath. We had to go down to the neighbor's house. Thursday, right? Uh, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, we gave him a bath. And um, we go down to the neighbor's house. And it's like, especially for him, and I think for everybody, when you take a shower or you take a bath in some place that's like not yours. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, this is so cool. Like, I took a shower down at my neighbor's house, too. Right. I was like, okay, like, this is weird. You know, I don't know. Anyway. Showers are one thing. Baths, no. No. I don't no. want to be sitting in someone else's tub. Showers are fine. Baths, good. no. Just good to be back to relative normal. Now all we got to do is deal with the pandemic. Yeah. Today <laughs> is Monday, February 22nd, 2021. 276 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1,112. 1,112, the number of at-bats for Rod Barajas in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. He was their number one catcher from 2004 to 2006. On today's show, my friends, we are going to have some headlines from across the state of Texas, uh, including some spring football, some high school football coaching changes, um, some recruiting news, et cetera, et cetera. We got all that. And then big guests at the back half of the show. Yeah. We're going to be joined by the new head coach of the Gregory Portland Wildcats. It is Coach Brent Davis. Uh, we're going to ask him about the move from San Angelo Central all the way down to 
I don't know if it's in Portland. I think it's in Portland. Gregory Portland. Um, we're going to go down there and, and talk with Coach uh, Davis about his uh, his move, uh, what he knows about the program, why it was the right move for him, et cetera, et cetera. So we are very, very excited. We will talk with Coach Brent Davis of Gregory Portland coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Arbuckle, Rob Hathaway, Andrew Christensen, and Ryan Smig. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome in. All right, Pickle. Let's get to some headlines from across the state of Texas. We're going to start with some action on the field. Uh, we'll talk, start with some spring football. There was spring football this weekend. There was. Uh, actually, Sunday. Sunday <laughs> afternoon football. Um, <laughs> Time has no meaning. As uh, Tarleton playing in their second Division One game, this time climbing the ladder and playing a legit FBS program in, in uh, New Mexico State. Uh, they go on the road. Uh, and and look, I think that we have kind of come into the situation with uh, relative. Um, I, I think we've had measured expectations for them because look, I think that there is a there's a pretty big you know learning curve. There's a pretty big gap between Division Two where they played and Division One where they're playing now. There's a pretty big gap. I think that they we, we talked about last week how they they showed well in their uh, their their loss their overtime loss to McNeese. Um, well, this time they go on the road and play an FBS program. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Mexico State's the only FBS program playing in the spring. Uh, New Mexico State, they go on the road uh, to El Paso. They met in El Paso, played at the Sun Bowl. And darn if Tarleton State didn't just put the wood to New Mexico State, 43-17, to their first Division I victory over an FBS program, let alone. I know, look, I know New Mexico State is, they're kind of in that weird in-between of like, they're among the worst FBS programs in the nation, but still. And when you add in the fact that, by the way, this was, um, this was a, a team that was, um, this was this was a team that was wounded coming into this. They were without five offensive starters because of COVID nineteen protocols. Tarleton was. They were without five offensive starters. They were without one of their defensive starters in the first half because of a targeting penalty the week before. And yet they go in there and they mollywop them. Uh, Cam Burston had to step up and play in. Uh, he was named the starter just moments before kickoff, like like hours before kickoff. He was named the starter at quarterback and played really well. Um, but he played well. Uh, Gabe Douglas, Jeremy Phelps, and Blake Haynes all had to step up in the stead of guys who were out for COVID-19 protocols. And the offense was absolutely electric. The offense was unbelievable. Tarleton uh, rings up uh, a grand total of more than 500 yards total offense, 501 yards of total offense, including 249 on the ground. And uh, look, they, they shut down New Mexico State. And by the way, this is one of those games. It was 43-17. Uh, this game was 33-7 at half, okay? This game, in a lot of ways, not as close as it seems. Fantastic win for, for Charleston State. So uh, they get their first ever win as a Division One program. Also, um, while they were playing, there were other teams that uh, that weren't. There were other teams that weren't. Uh, and unfortunately, we've had to, to dial up the small college schedule tracker again. You can find it at <laughs> texasfootball.com. But if it's not one thing, it's another... 
Yep. The winter weather played some wreaked some havoc. Uh, Lamar had to postpone their uh, their season opener. They were supposed to open the season against Northwestern State. It had to get pushed all the way to uh, March 27th. So they will not begin the Blaine Morgan era until uh, this weekend against Nichols. Nichols, who? So February 27th. February 27th. No. <laughs> well, yes, but the game against Northwestern State is going to be rescheduled, oh, rescheduled. for March. 27th. Okay. Sorry. That's, sorry. I, sorry. I didn't clarify that very well. <laughs> uh, the American Southwest Conference uh, has had to shuffle a ton of things around because of multiple cancellations uh any games were postponed uh last week which included harden simmons and southwestern texas lutheran and mcmurray southwestern louisiana college they're gonna be made up on march 13th the asc championship is going to be pushed two weeks to march 27th a lot of things are moving around the sa the saa the southern athletic uh association that's where austin college Millsaps, uh trendy and Hendricks. those they pushed their games a couple of weeks uh, UT Permian Basin had to schedule. They uh, had to pu- push their game against uh, Southern Southern Nazarene to another date. What a f- nightmare! It's just a nightmare. It's one. If it's not one oh, thing, it's another. Lord, those poor guys. Like, it's just proof that like this is still like in spirit the 2020 season. Yeah. <laughs> just even just because it's playing. And up. here we are saying, and the game was rescheduled to March 27th of two- right. 2021. <laughs> It's ridiculous. So you can find the schedule tracker at texasfootball.com. Uh, we're keeping an eye on all things uh, college football in the state of Texas here in the spring. Um, quick programming note. We are live on YouTube right now. Oh, Just, hi, YouTube. Uh, we're on there. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. Um, okay, some coaching news. We've got some late-breaking coaching news coming down right now. Uh, the one that we the one that we have in the in the Chiron there is is Jim Ledford. Jim Ledford is re, is retiring at Richardson Berkner. Uh, that is notable in the sense that you know Berkner is going to be an interesting job, I think, for somebody to to step up and and, and grab if they are so inclined. Furthermore, um, Jim Ledford has been at um, has been at uh, at Richardson Berkner since two thousand. Uh, so we're wow. talking twenty you know twenty seasons there, yeah. or twenty years there at at Berkner. Uh, he is retiring there, so congratulations to Coach Ledford. Uh, he, of course, uh, had a, a run there in the mid-2000s where they were really, really good. Uh, 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 12-1 season in 2005 is probably the high watermark for them. Uh, but Jim Ledford is retiring there at Berkner. From what our, uh, that was broken by Matt Steppar, Dave Campbell's Texas football, high school football insider. From what he understands, Coach Ledford has not entirely closed the door uh, on on coming back, but it would have to be the right situation. But for now, uh, Coach Ledford is retiring at Richardson Berkner, so Richardson Berkner is open. Also, this was late breaking, coming down basically as soon as we were um, just right as we were coming onto the air, uh, and this was broken by Cale Steed out there at Press Pass Sports. He's out there in the Panhandle. That Seminole has hired Greg Pointer to be their new head coach. Greg Pointer uh, has been at Pampa the last seven years. Uh, so he is moving from Pampa uh, to Seminole. Um, and so that is a, a move there. Pampa uh, is now open. Um, and so that will be something that, uh, uh, you know, leaving he's been there for a while. They've had some really nice years there at Pampa, but he will be taking his talents to Seminole. There we and go. So, the, uh, so Seminole has a new head coach in Greg Pointer. That is some late-breaking news. Of course, we've got all the coaching changes at TexasFootball.com. Brought to you by... Brought to you by our friends, the North Texas Honda. Honda. The North Texas Honda dealers. They're here to help. I should probably get better at that read. I got you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's why they pay you the big bucks. Um, all right. Uh, on to the recruiting side. There were a couple of noteworthy things. We're going to talk all things recruiting on Wednesday, uh, as we normally do, uh, with Greg Powers, the next little athlete, and a big-time guest, which I won't spoil. But 
Um, oh, man. We will. Uh, there are two things I wanted to note. One of them was a, a, a relatively big commitment that came down uh, over the weekend as Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart, the wide receiver from Frisco Liberty, has announced his commitment to the University of Texas. Uh, Texas beats out places like Alabama, Auburn, Baylor. He had 35 offers. Uh, he is a, a four-star uh, prospect. Uh, real, real burner out there is Evan Stewart. He is uh, heading to Texas. He has pulled the trigger there. Uh, so a uh, big get there for uh, uh, Jeff Banks and uh, Steve Sarkeesian and mm-hmm. that crew as they were able to haul in uh, Evan Stewart, uh, a commitment from him. Elsewhere, there's another one. This came down yesterday because I think I got tagged in it. Um, but J.D. Price, Jadarian Price, one of the most uh, uh, highly sought running backs in this class, has committed. He is heading to Notre Dame. Uh, he pretty much had his pick of the litter. He's a, I think he's a four-star on TexasFootball.com. Yes. Um, he's short list of one of the best running back prospects in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. He is heading to Notre Dame as uh, the, the the Golden Domers haul in J.D. Price. Uh, Notre Dame doesn't recruit a ton here no. in the state of Texas. They pick their spots, but this is a pretty big get there uh, for Notre Dame to haul I in J.D. Price. I was pretty surprised by that selection. A little surprised. You know, a little surprising. We'll ma- I'm going to make sure I ask Greg Powers about this on Wednesday. I'm yeah, sure we'll, we'll I feel like there's some tie-in that we just don't know about from looking yeah. at, you know, the, the grand scope of things. But I feel like that's one of those. There's got to be some underlying reason yeah. there. Very interesting, though. But J.D. Price, Jerry Price, the running back from Denison, is heading to Notre Dame. Uh, I want to also direct you to TexasFootball.com. Got a bunch of good stuff up on TexasFootball.com. Uh, my piece that I talked about on Friday is up. Uh, the most improved high school football offenses in 2020. Um, we've got our uh, top 10 prospects uh, of the uh, in the class of 2022 up. Uh, we're continuing to roll out part of our unfiltered anonymous recruit survey, including mm-hmm. the challenges of being recruited during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Shahan J. Raja is doing his state of the program uh, pieces up. He's got one up on Houston. Uh, in which he says that, uh, and I don't know if there's necessarily he's necessarily wrong about it. He said the worst thing about Houston uh, in their 2020 was that they were irrelevant, um, which is kind of true. I mean, they yeah. were just kind of faded from the national uh, picture. How can they get back on there? Shahan J. Rajar, our college football insider, has that up on TexasFootball.com, uh, and a few more things, including Matt Sepp just finished up his countdown of the top 10 Texas high school football games he watched in 2020. You will not believe what number one is. So TexasFootball.com for all things football in the state of Texas. And one other thing that Steph just said to keep up with those helpful Honda coaching changes, uh, he said that there are several hires being made tonight and later mm. this week, a couple of which, Hurst Bell, Sims Bowie, and Heiko, Heiko. On, the, on the list of uh, names coming out soon. So make sure to keep up with that on TexasFootball.com too. There are going to be a lot of uh, moves. Tonight is Monday. Uh, and or today is Monday, and Monday tends to be school board night. Yep. So if you're like if you're wondering what our job is actually about, it is just being like reading the minutes of school board, board meetings. meetings. Uh, but yeah, so it's school board night, and so as a result, there are probably going to be a number of hires. So uh, make sure you make TexasFootball.com. Oh, and source. those school board meetings are probably going to be long tonight, considering everything that happened last week. They're probably going to be long. So RIP to step. Long. They probably got. They probably didn't happen last week. Right. right? Exactly. So they've got two weeks worth of stuff. So uh, shout out to Step. 
God, you are watching those and not me. <laughs> We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. Uh, you get a lot of stuff there at TexasFootball.com. So we hope you'll become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, we're hard at work already on the 2020 summer edition. 2021, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Already hard at work on the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football because football never sleeps. It's actually this time next week, it's going to be March. Yeah. This time next week can be March, and March means for, uh, magazine season for me. So, yay. Uh, we're already hard at work on the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in a man who's been on the move, and I mean that uh, both geographically and just in the, the grand scheme of things. Uh, we're joined by the new he- head coach of the Gregory Portland Wildcats. We're joined by Coach Brent Davis. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all? We're doing excellent. Appreciate your time. Um, I guess the, my first question is 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 uh, the one that everybody's got on their mind, which is, uh, you know, your move to Gregory Portland and 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 why that was the right move for you. So, uh, you know, obviously that's a program with a lot of pedigree. Uh, you had a pretty darn good gig there at San Angelo Central. What was it about Gregory Portland uh, that made it the right move for you? Well, you know. Uh, I love San Angelo Central. Uh, best job I've ever had, and the best people I've ever worked for. Uh, everything from top to bottom there was great. Uh, it had nothing really to do with that. Uh, I could have stayed there the rest of my life and been very happy. Uh, but this opportunity came open down in South Texas, and uh, my wife, uh, she's from South Texas, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of family that lives down here. And uh, I was going to have an opportunity to to uh bring my son on as a coach uh with me here and so there were just a lot of family reasons and and gregory portland's a great place you know i think it's it's ripe to, uh to to have some success uh you know i've i've known a lot about it from being in south texas at alice and senton and banchetti and places like that and i've just always thought it was a great you know a great place to coach football and being and then the other part of it was just going back to being an athletic director and having a little you know more say over the whole total program and and uh, you know I'm excited to be here. Uh, this is a, a program down there in Gregory Portland that uh, you know I I think obviously the pedigree kind of speaks for itself. They've had uh, tremendous success and, and the fan base I know speaks for itself as well. This is a is a football crazy part of the state. Um, I, I'm interested in what you told your kids the first time you addressed them as the head coach. Um, you know, whenever you go in there and, and, and you talk with your guys, uh, what was your message to them whenever you addressed them as their new head coach? Well, I mean, basically it was just that, hey, we're, we're going to come in here. There's going to be some things that are going to change. Uh, not that what they were doing was bad. It's just, you know, everybody has their own little way of doing it. And uh, we were we were going to change up some things and, uh, you know, to get on board with us. And, uh, you know, every when I was talking to them, they're, you know, paying attention, looking you right in the eye. Uh, I've been here since February the 1st and uh, they're working hard. You know, they bought into what we're what we're talking about. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be a good deal. 
talking with Brent Davis, the new head coach of the Gregory Portland Wildcats here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Coach, I want to go back and, and, and look look back last year and, and on, on the 2020 season there uh, at, at San Angelo Central. Um, you know, now when you take a look back on it, um, with all the things that, that you guys had to go through with COVID-19 and, and the protocols and just how everything uh, was so different. I'm interested in, in how you think, it, you know, down the road, you're going to remember that 2020 season as as wild and crazy as it was. Yeah, it was it was certainly different. I mean, uh, but uh, I think the things we're going to probably remember more than anything is just our how resilient our kids were. You know, I think everyone across the state has similar stories on, you know, our athletes and how the things that they had to handle and go through to be able to play the game and, and uh, you know, the, their ability to be able to do that. And, you know, I know in San Angelo, our, our athletes and our students, they were just ready to get back in school and get back to some kind of normal and get back to the things they enjoy doing. And, you know, not only the sports that are involved in school, but just the social part of school and the learning that's going on in school. And, you know, kids missed it. They missed being there and they missed uh, being a part of something. And uh, to me, that was the thing I think I'll take from it more than anything. It's just how eager they were to get back to work and then how, how, how good we handled it you know the whole state uh uh you know we had the protocols we all followed them uh, we did whatever we needed to do to to be able to participate and i thought it went off great i thought the uil did a tremendous job of of uh, navigating through everything to uh, allow our kids to get back to normal uh, i do want to ask you a little bit about gregory portland uh, here in a moment but, but but one last thing on 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 central is the they they've hired a replacement a guy that i i think you're familiar with uh, yeah. kevin crane the offensive coordinator was promoted to the head football coach's uh role there um I, i'm interested in you know in, in your take on on coach crane getting the job there Oh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for San Angelo. Uh, obviously, that was my, you know, recommendation was to give it to Kevin when I left, and and I was sure, you know, the whole time I was before he actually got it, I was hoping he was going to get it and did everything I could to try to help him. And we were together uh, 16 years together. You know, we were together at Alice for four years, and then we were at San Angelo for 12 years together. And he was my offensive coordinator the whole time, and and uh, he's just a quality guy. I mean, he's he's a great person. He's a great coach. Those kids really, you know, like him and and play hard for him. And I know he's going to do tremendous things there. Talking with Brent Davis, the new head coach of Gregory Portland here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Coach, um, you know, I think there, there's probably a, a fair number of GP uh, uh, GP fans who are, who are watching this who are interested in, in, in what kind of what kind of team they're going to see next year. What, what, the, what the Brent Davis team is going to look like. Uh, what can you tell folks about what this, this Wildcats squad is going to look like under Coach Davis? Well, I hope, I hope they're going to see a tough-minded physical football team. You know, that's that's uh, what we we're going to have to be to have success. And, uh, you know, we'll we don't I don't really know exactly what kind of offense we're going to run yet. I know it's it's going to be similar to what we did in San Angelo, but we've got to figure out what kind of personnel, what kind of quarterbacks, what kind of receivers that we have here. And then we'll make some decisions based on how much we're going to throw or spread it out and things like that. But I hired Greg Winder recently from Louisville High to be my offensive coordinator here. And uh, he's going to run his offense, which is a spread concept offense uh, uh, with a whole bunch of different formations that we really didn't. We weren't really a big formation team in San Angelo, but but we're going to turn into one here. And I'm going to let Greg run it. And then I hired uh, 
Mark Chester, uh, who was he was with me for a while at San Angelo, and then he went to Blue Ridge as a head football coach the last couple of years. And I got him to, to come down here to be my assistant athletic director and, and my defensive coordinator. And so our defense will be really similar to what we did in San Angelo, but our offense will change up a little bit. But more than anything, I just want us to be an aggressive uh tough-minded physical football team and i think if we can get to that point that that uh, we'll have success uh and finally coach um you know i think people you know for the last uh last uh, you know st- uh last spell here you've been out there in the concho valley of course you had to stop uh in in dfw at the colony but but a lot of your career has been this is a return to south texas for yeah. you and a lot of your career has been down there in fact I, you know you had great success pretty much everywhere you've been but i would say the the side of your biggest success was there at senton when you took him the title game there in 2001 uh from your perspective can you kind of put into towards what is it about south texas and coaching in south texas that is so alluring and it is so interesting to you well i just you know uh not on purpose it just Mm -hmm. kind of happened that (laughs) my first job out of college was del campo as an assistant coach and i just kind of fell in love with this area i had never really been in it a whole lot and uh uh just liked it uh you know the kids here remind me a lot of the of the kind of kids I grew up with in, in West Texas. And then the ones I coach out in San Angelo, they're just good, hardworking kids. You know, we got great families. Uh, it football is really important. Athletics in itself is really important down here. And, uh, the whole town, you know, whether you're in Senton or Gregory Portland or Alice or any of them, the, the whole town will support you. And, uh, that, you know, being a one horse town, like just having one high school that, that we're responsible for here, was another part of my decision to come because I just there's just something about when you have your whole town uh, that rallies around your programs and and uh, down here in South Texas they're known for it. He's Brent Davis. He's the new head coach of the Gregory Portland Wildcats. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations hey, again on the new. Appreciate game. y'all. Appreciate you Looking and I appreciate everything you. y'all do for high school football. Take care, coach. Thanks. There he goes, Brent Davis, new head coach, Gregory Portland Wildcats. Um, of course, you know, Gregory Portland um, has had their, um, you know, their fair share of, of big-name coaches. Of course, of big-name coaches just leaving in Rick Rhodes. Um, he's, of course, had su- tremendous success at Cameron Yeo. But, you know, they really they really made their name under the legendary Ray Akins. Uh, Bruce Bush has been a, was an unbelievable mm-hmm. coach there for a while as well. George Harris had a great run uh, as well. Um, this is a... Um, you know, Matt Avastasio had a 10 win season there before coach coach Rhodes got there. And this is a, um, is a program that, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big, it's one of those five, a programs that is a one horse town, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a one school town and, and that's the, that's the, the game down there in South Texas. And so, uh, coach Davis, I know is, is really excited to get down there. You could, I think you can, you can hear it from him and, and, and excited to see what they're able to do. Cause that's a, that's a program that's got a ton of pedigree, a ton of history. And I think, uh, coach Davis is, is a guy who, I mean, I think it's easy to forget that, um, and, and, and this is before your time, Pickle. I think you were like negative 16 years old. Uh, but when Coach Davis, I'm not trying to date Coach Davis like that. But um, <laughs> when when he got to San Angelo Central, they were not what we talk about. They uh-huh. were bad. They were, in fact, they were in a long lose. I want to say they had lost like 13 or 14 in a row. They had been in a bad way when he showed up. And uh, and and now you look at San Angelo Central, and that is, you know, that's a West Texas 
you know, power. It's a yeah. team that you think about in West Texas every single year. Oh yeah. And so, um, you know, he's he's been that kind of guy that 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 successful coach everywhere he's gone, and interested to see what he does there uh, at G Port. So I think it's cool too with a coach that has been at that like a program for so long, and he's had like you said the same offensive coordinator for 16 years mm-hmm. to get to go do something, but not only started a new school, but to bring in a new scheme, like they said, offensively, that's got to be kind of exciting yeah. for him too. You know, it's like after that many years, well, and it's kind of cool. And yeah, and there, you know, we see this, I'm not, you know, Coach Davis, I think was at Central for 12 years. So this is certainly not necessarily his, his demo, but there are guys who really like the build. Mm-hmm. There are guys who, there there are a lot of coaches out there who like, they want to take over a winning program and they want to continue that winning program. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also guys who they want to take something and take it to the next level. And and, and when it gets to that next level, mm-hmm. you know, the I'm not saying I'm not saying this is the case with Coach Davis, but there are guys who are like they're uh, uh, interested in another challenge. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and I wonder, you know, at, at Gregory Portland, he will have an opportunity to take a program that I would say right now is kind of middling. It's just, you know, kind of, you know. Right, they're, they're about five hundred every single year, and have an opportunity to turn to turn them back into what they've been, and, and oh, to yeah. turn turn what you know team that's got plenty of history yep. there. So uh, appreciate Coach Davis hopping on with him. Excited for him at G Port, and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, two things. One of them being uh, Andrew Christensen said, I know they're in different classifications now, but is it Greg- Gregory Portland that Tepper always used to get Coach Danaher fired up? Step said, "Oh yeah, that was a rivalry back that, in oh, the yeah. day." Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think know the one that you got under Danny Hurst skin. I get under his skin about a lot of things. <laughs> um, Toloso Midway is one of them. Okay, because yeah. he's never lost to TM, mm-hmm. and so I think one time I told him I was like, you know, we're not going to pick you to win the district. We're going to pick TM to win the district. Which is telling him one thing he likes and one thing he hates. Yeah. Which is, we're not going to pick you to win the district. He's like, great. Great. And it's like, you're going to pick TM. He's like, oh. I th- um, yeah, I don't I don't know. There, you'll have to be more specific about which thing I got under <laughs> Coach Danner's skin about. I, I, I am I permanent Notorious. Res- I have permanent <laughs> residence under his skin. So. Um, and the last thing is, don't forget, it's, uh, it's National Margarita Day. Is it really? It is. <sighs> which is... Not ideal it's that it's on a Monday. It's a Monday. But that, the positive side of that is that means next year it should be on a Tuesday. And when National Margarita Day falls on Taco Tuesday, that's a match made in heaven I right like there. how you've already set your calendar for a year from now on Margarita Day. Well, well, I feel like everyone's setting their calendar on a year from now anyway, like gestures at the yeah. entire world. So if that's just another thing that we could hopefully look forward to, like rack it up, add it to the list. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Brent Davis of uh, Gregory Portland. That's going to take a minute for me to get used to. Gregory Portland coach Brent (laughs) Davis for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. Be here tomorrow for Hot Take Tuesday with Shahan J. Raja on Texas Football Today.